1: And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
2: Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with a limited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid and limited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
3: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for The Everyday Guy.
0: Welcome to Money-Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize we all have different definitions to success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you when you listen to my show. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. The Money-Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest is an award-winning legal journalist, victim's right advocate, and a New York Times bestselling author of four books. She was the force behind CNN headline news top-rated Nancy Grace. She now headlines Injustice with Nancy Grace on the Oxygen Channel, which was renewed for a second season. She is the founder and publisher of CrimeOnline.com, a digital platform that investigates breaking crime news, highlights missing people, and helps solve unsolved homicides. The The iconic legal commentator and TV journalist is on the show today to discuss her new book, Don't Be a Victim, Fighting Back Against America's Crime Wave. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations a true crime fighter, Nancy Grace.
1: Wow, that was some intro. I'm very flattered, but I'm also very honored to be on with you. And thank you for inviting me.
0: Well, uh, thank you for coming on the show, because I, I, I have a 23 year old daughter and um and i and so i raised her in the Nancy Grace era okay watching <laughs> you taking that advice you know what i'm saying and my wife is always say boy, you just i said look, look we're not going to do that nancy grace said we shouldn't do that and so when i when i got to this book it was kind of like a, a journey down memory lane for me and watching your career because you've always been open. You've always been honest about your passion for making sure we don't make the mistake or even the mistake that you have made because you've told us you've made mistakes and people around you have made mistakes. What, what was the core reason for writing this particular book?
1: You know, um, that's a really good question. I'll tell you why, because I want to change the world. I want to make a difference, and yes, uh, trying to find missing people, especially children, trying to solve unsolved homicides, trying to figure out cold cases. I guess that does make a difference. But you know what? I was used to getting immediate gratification when I tried cases. Mm -hmm. I would work, 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 just beat the streets to get all the witnesses, all the information, all the evidence I could, take it to the jury. And by the end of the trial, be it three days or three weeks or three months, I'd have an answer, right? Right. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Not so when you're on TV, not so when you're on radio, not so when you're writing articles for your website. You never really know if you have an impact. I wanted to do more. Therefore, I wanted to take all those years of investigating, all those years of covering cases, and try to make a difference. And that's what I did with the book.
0: And you really did. You really did. And the sad part, because you documented the book with actual stories. And the reason I like that is because a lot of people you give people advice and they kind of blow you off. I'm just not saying you. I'm just saying this in general. You go, hold up before you blow me off and reading this book. Here's a true story. And this is what happened to these people. And I think that was really key strategy in putting together this book. Correct.
1: Oh, it really is. Here, Here's the thing. Um, you know, I don't know if you noticed this, but did you notice that Christ always talked in parables? Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I can understand them, even me. Mm-hmm. I get it. Right. I may not understand what he was saying, but if it weren't for those parables. But I would try to explain the law to a jury. I would use examples. For instance, when I would explain circumstantial evidence, I would say, You go in your office building, it's bright and and shiny outside, but by the end of the day, by the time you come out of your building, you see women rushing by, hugging their raincoats to their chest. You see people running by with umbrellas. You notice pools of water on the sidewalk. You don't have to see the storm to know that it rained. That's circumstantial evidence, okay? So when I started writing the book, I thought, how can I explain and help people based on what I've learned through all the cases I prosecuted and all the cases I've covered? The only way is to give an example.
0: It really, And they were really good and bad. But the sad part about it is that this is just a few of many stories you could have put in the book. That's the really the tragic part about this is that this was not like a rare. These are not rare stories. These were stories that you chose that you could you could you can consolidate. Get to the beginning, middle, and end real fast, but there are so many stories out there that could have filled these pages, and it's a wonderful read. I'm talking to Nancy Grace. She's on the show talking about her new book, fantastic book. It officially comes out September 22nd, but you can buy the book early. That's what we do on this show. We promote early. Go out there and pre-purchase the book so we can be number one. for Have a book number one on number one t- for a New York Times bestseller. Don't be a victim fighting back against crime, America's crime wave. is her book. Don't be a victim fighting back against America's crime wave. Here's something about hey, yourself. Tell you
1: something else. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I want to tell you something else. Mm-hmm. Something funny and something poignant. When you were saying all oh, this is based on so many true stories mm-hmm. and that there were so many more I could have put in there, this is this is a funny anecdote. When I was writing the book, I remember all those nights in a dark studio, I would say, so and so's missing. We're on the lookout for, let me just say, a blue Hyundai. We're right. on the lookout for a white minivan. I had so many examples writing this book Mm -hmm. that they finally said, Hey, you've got, you've got too many examples. We're going to have to cull it back. All right. We're going to have to do volume two. So I actually had to cut out examples because there were so many examples. And also a real reason I want and hope people do pre-order the book because not only Is it a testament for people like your 23-year-old daughter about how to live Mm -hmm. free, but say, I don't like rules put on me, but mm. I want my daughter to be safe, too. Right. But I'm donating money to help find missing children out of the proceeds of this book. And I just want that out there.
0: Well, Now I'm going to help promote that because of the fact that because like I, I when I said in your intro, you're a true crime fighter. And this book is about it's, it's about just this, this like that. to me, I'm, I'm just saying that just using the word Bible of information that you give. that is not, you, you go from cruise ships to RVs, to hotels, to, to schools, to, to jobs, to getting on the elevator. It was just, a, it was just a volume of information going, wow, she's going to cover this too. She's going to cover this too. But I, I want to just uh, lighten up the story a little bit before we get deep about it. you have twins and then reading this book, John David. John David is going to give you a heart attack, Nancy. He's going to give you a heart attack. It started in the drugstore when he went into the toy section, and then he was Nicholas of Oz, the online predator, and then on a cruise ship when he left. And you run around dragging little Lucy around that cruise ship trying to find that boy. That boy is I'm going always, to be the death of you, Nancy Grace. <laughs> I am
1: always dragging Lucy drag, drag. trying to find John David. But yet I tell John David, I'm going to say, you put that on my grave, where's Lucy? I'm always saying, where's Lucy? But John David is really the one that leads me on all these wild goose chases. And, yes, I use them. And, honey, I watch them like a hawk. I try not to let them know. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, mom, right. is that a nanny count? I'm like, no.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, I would I, I'd laugh so hard because I would like, that's me. That's me with my little daughter. My, my wife would say, you're just so paranoid. Because, you know, the interesting thing about it, Nancy, is that, see, we are in the media. You know, I'm in the media just like you, but not as detailed because you're in the crime fight and you get information I don't get. But we're still aware. And that awareness can, I'm not going to use the word paranoid, paranoid, but it does make us aware that, okay, that could actually happen. And so we see things differently. We approach bully situations a little bit early, a little bit more aggressive if we see it happening. We're just not going to let this play out. We're going to nip this in the bud right now. And you talk about that in the book. And so it's really important when you when I when I promote the people to buy this book, because, like I said, it's a safety, safety book. I'm going to buy this book and have my 23 year old daughter read it because it's not just about school age kids it's about life going to the malls walking in the parks going to staying in hotels going on resorts cruise ships all this information how did you first of all this is a tv show by the way how did you manage to pull all this information together without losing your mind nancy
1: well some would argue i have lost my mind but i always say I'm not paranoid that people are trying to hurt my children. Absolutely. They are. Mm -hmm. They are. And they're not targeting just my children. They're targeting any child. And here's the kicker. By the time someone is caught and apprehended for child molestation, they have molested literally hundreds of times. That's how prevalent it is. And these people, it's not some perv at the edge of the park in a raincoat. It's people that... You come in contact with at your church, at your scout troop, here and there. When my twins got into scouts, you know I had to become a volunteer and go and camp with them at scout camp to make sure nothing happened. I'm happy to report that the scouts are some of the greatest people I've ever met. And maybe next year I'll let them go without mommy camping in a tent 20 feet away. Yes. Yes, I know what you're thinking, but I did it. And not only that, I made my husband, who's a workaholic like you, take off work for a week and also go. So, yes, it may sound paranoid to some people, but yes. like you and me, we read it every day and I react. And I don't want these things to happen to other people. How many times have I left a victim's home? Right. Because, you know, I don't just meet them at the courthouse. I want to go to their home. I want to see where they live. I want to sit down and talk to them. I want to look at the baby photo albums. I want to know it all. And I walk out of that home, and I feel the weight of the world on me, trying to figure out, how can I help this family? All I could do then was to get a true verdict in court, to give them some sense of justice. But now, with this book, maybe I can prevent them from ever being a victim.
0: And that's really important. And uh, you said something about camp and uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic as this interview is happening. And you created a downloadable chapter and you said it's free, correct? They can download coronavirus crime. It
1: is free. How could I charge How? Okay, first of all, first money. of all, first Even of all if I'm to just tell you this, Nancy. Thank
0: you. First of all, thank you, because this is not something that's kind of like a throwaway. This is very detailed that she's provided to us. And uh, that's a testament to your personality. That's a testament to what you're trying to do for us. And now, before you get in detail, I don't want to be remiss and say, because I read it and I read that I went, because I do a lot of COVID-19 interviews. I'm kind of like a pandemic expert when it comes to the COVID-19, the CARES Act and the Family Response Act. And so I know when I read stuff, I go, wow, she put some time into this and it's free. So, but, but with, with that being said, There is a need for it. And tell us, tell us everybody why there's an important need that they download this bonus chapter. That's free.
1: Yeah, it is free. And you can find it at CrimeOnline.com. You can find it on Dr. Oz's site. You Mm -hmm. can find it at Hachette, the book publishing site, for free. Because I had just turned the book into the publisher. And it was a long time researching and writing that book. I do my own research. I write it myself. I don't have a ghostwriter. I write it. Um, Then after I did that, I started audio recording it. I did my own audio recording of it, too. Mm -hmm. Then COVID broke out. Right. COVID broke out. The book had already gone to publishers. And I thought, I want this out now. I can't wait for the book to come out in September. COVID's happening now. It's true. So I got busy I rewrote another, about a 30-page chapter,
0: Mm -hmm. very
1: detailed about COVID crimes. So not only are people fighting for their lives, losing their jobs, worrying about their family, who's going to catch COVID, their children, am I going to send them back to school, what's going to happen? Not only you have to worry about that, you have to worry about COVID crimes, people taking advantage of other people during the COVID pandemic, which I think is the worst of the worst.
0: It really is. And I, cause like I said, I'm out there on the media. Uh, they asked me for my advice and I talk about the pandemic and it, it's really sad when we have what's happening right now with the uh, checks that may be ending this week until the Congress decides to uh, do stimulus package too. But the details of this book of this downloadable chapter are incredible. You talk about door to door, coronavirus text fraudsters. You mentioned Jim Baker, pareil pirates while robocall for coronavirus Cause we don't know. We don't know. I, you know, there, no cure. I was talking to my wife. I was saying, I would tell her that there really isn't a cure. So when people go in the hospital, you know, they're really like just trying to sustain themselves and survive the process because technically there isn't a vaccine or a like uh, some like NyQuil you can give somebody if they got the cold or the flu. They have nothing like that. And so this book is kind of like to me, the NyQuil. For us to avoid issues out there when it comes to coronavirus crime. Now that door-to-door, the fraudsters. There was some things in here that that just really blew me away. The Purell Pirates. Can you go in detail about that?
1: Oh my stars! The Purell Pirates what they did, and they're more like them. Uh, There was a big run on Purell, face masks, of course paper towels and toilet paper, but I can't address that. They did not teach toilet paper in law Mm -hmm. school. But I can tell you this much. These guys and others like them would go buy up all the Purell at all the Dollar Tree, Dollar Generals, grocery stores, hoard it, and then sell it for hundreds of dollars. And you also have to watch out for fake Purell, right? Uh, Purell that doesn't meet the right standards to do any good, then you've got actually toxic Purell is happening now. The methanol, the It's, not, not, Purell. Purell. it's mm-hmm. not. It's yeah. It's not Purell. That's a name brand. That's mm-hmm. a toxic hand sanitizer. Purell mm-hmm. is not toxic, right? But all type of scams are happening now. The bottle right kind of looks now. like
0: Purell. You know, it kind of looks like Lysol, but it's not. Got the color stone. You know, all the schemes are close, but it's not it. Just enough to make total
1: fakery. Mm -hmm. Total fakery. And another thing that really got off with me is when Jim Baker had that expert on his show. And you know, it's bad enough, but when you profess to be a man of God, and people believe in you, and people listen to you, and then you put out there some cure, some fake cure, yeah. The state governments are on him now. That had to be stopped. And there's so many fake cures out there, and people are buying it. Number one, it could be a health risk, a serious health risk. But number two, you lose your money. Number three, it's not a cure for COVID. It's finally here,
3: the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass,
2: O-T-T-E-R A-I.
0: That's incredible. I, um, I have, the if you don't mind, I have a fan newsletter that goes out every Wednesday to 94,000 fans and growing. I like to put this link in there, which will go back to your website so they can find this. I like to put it on my website. There's over a million, not website, my Facebook is over a million social media followers. I have, it's 80, it's, I can't believe it, it's 90% of my followers are female. And so I'd love to get this information about covert cor- COVID-19 to them, Uh, but I know, again, this is just part of your brand, but I want to let you know, this: I'm doing my part to get the word out, and that's why I brought you on the show.
1: Do you know when you said that, it actually made me tear up? I can go in and try a serial killer, go to autopsies, crime scenes, you you name it, never shed a tear. But when somebody does something kind, it almost always brings me to tears. I really appreciate that.
0: Well, thank you. Like I said, I'm a fan of you. And Because I know, you see, people don't understand this because there's so much weight that's carried on your shoulders because of the fact that people sometimes expect miracles. Sometimes people come to you hoping that you can find their child or find or solve a crime that's a cold crime. And that's a lot of weight because guess what? You can only do so much. And But that doesn't mean you wake up the next day feeling any better. Because you could you did resolve, solve it or you didn't solve it. But that's what this book is about is this book that you have. Don't be a victim. You know, you have it. It's, it's broken down into parts like how do I protect my child, which which we knew was going to be in there. Then it goes to protecting yourself. That part right there was a phenomenal section for me. That's part two. And then part three, travel safe. Don't be a statistic. And then the part five, protecting our elderly of all these parts in the book. What was the most most uh, emotionally charged for you? I know you have the twins, so I'm sure that you're protecting your child had a personal calling for you. But when I saw that protecting our elderly at the end, that kind of like made me sit up in my chair going, wow, never even thought about this. Talk to me, Nancy.
1: Well, I got to tell you something in addition to the twins now, since my father went to heaven. -hmm. He was my soulmate. Don't tell my husband. (laughs) My mom has been living with us. Mm -hmm. And she is certainly a handful. Um, But I think about her as, you know, feisty as somebody can be at 89 years old. Right. She is. Mm -hmm. But I think of someone trying to take advantage of her or hurt her or scam her. And it's happened. She has been scammed online. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know. How low can you go to attack or scam a little old lady, a little Mm. old man? I mean, how could you? Mm -hmm. But people, they're like, um, you know, in the jungle, they see the weakest person, a child or the elderly, and that's who they target. So that's how that got in there. But I got to tell you something. What really gets to me, Mm -hmm. uh, what, what was the most poignant part of the book was... I'm a crime victim. My fiancé was murdered shortly before our wedding, and it changed my life. His life ended, and my world exploded. But little known, it took me over 20 years after Keith's murder to try again, and I married David. But then when I had the twins, it was like my life changed again. Mm -hmm. And I finally really felt like I could love something 100%. -hmm. And if anything ever happened to them, I I really don't think I could stand it. And other mothers and fathers feel the same way. And when I write each one of these stories, I can't help it. I think about them. And that is what I would, this book, even writing it, got me so upset. I remembered all these parents, all these families, all these victims' families that I would talk to over the course of this time. And it really, really broke my heart. But I know it's a story that has to be told.
0: You know, here's the, here's the stat that came out of me. You know, you, you know, the thing about this book is it has, it's filled with so many stats, so many poignant stories, so many related information. I'm just going to share some of the things, but she comes out of the very top in the chapter, How Do I Protect My Child? Nearly 40% of child kidnappings are related to schools, bus stops, and school routes. That number scared me. Because reason it scared me because the fact that when you when your child's at the school, you feel your child's at the school, uh, your child going to the bus stop, you could have walked your child to the bus stop or been, uh, been there to walk your child from the bus stop. And seeing your child go to on a school route, the same thing. So these things right here, the frustrating part about it, they can leave a parent if they become a victim into a long series of what ifs. And that's the tragic part about these timelines, correct?
1: Oh, it really is. Can I tell you how up into the twin school I am? Mm -hmm. I I take them. I pick them up. I drive through there at different times of the day throughout the week. and I'm out in the car and about, oh, yes, I am all up in it. I know exactly where their classes are, which window goes to them, the works. I know it may sound a little bit overboard to a lot of people, but after doing what I do for my whole legal career, it's the least I can do to try to keep tabs on them and keep them safe.
0: Well, you know, I I, I wanted to just that's why I wanted to bring the book into the frame and say because you said doing what you do. This book, because you know, this book is about every for everybody, every regular, every parent, uh, anybody who's not a parent. If you live in a, a teenage life who's going to college, if you you're a young person who's about to start their professional life, this book has a section in it that you should read. That's how important this book is. And more importantly about this book is that she shines a light on, don't, Create comfort zones for yourself where you feel is all right. You can drop your guard. Because she mentions, you know, especially in kids where attacks can happen in brand name places like McDonald's, not ch- like Chick-fil-A. Not that she's trying to shine a negative light on it. She's just letting you know that in this world that we live in. You cannot be comfortable, especially with your children, especially with yourself. When you at a fancy highfalutin mall, you think, hey, crime would never happen over here. Well, you don't want to be the person that the crime happens to. Because you decided to drop your card. That was a, a story that you resonated throughout the each page and it came across very loud and clear. And I, and I want to thank you for doing that because that was important to me because I, I, I said, well, let me, let me, let me look up a couple of names just to see if they real. And I read about the little girl Nicole, the 13 year old girl Nicole and Natalie Keepers, the, the little track star boy David Eisenhower. I went, wow. These stories I know are exactly real. what you're talking about. I went, and I, I Natalie went,
1: wow. was just she was such so, just cute, 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 and she had lived through so much. Statistically, medically, she shouldn't have lived. She did. And then, just as she's turning into a teen, everything's going good. She meets up with, I believe his name was Doctor Death online. Yes, well, real name David Eisenhower. A,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and Natalie Keepers his girlfriend and um she thought she the little girl thought she had a boyfriend. Right. And this was a grown man in college mm-hmm. and he did not want anyone to find out about their sex relationship. So he killed the little girl. He killed her.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's uh, and then you then the great now that's the chapter where you know that uh, we talk about the cyber threats with little little uh, John David and uh, Nicholas of Oz story where you had to follow him in the room and look over his shoulder and he probably mommy don't be looking over my shoulder you will mm mm this Nancy Grace I'm your mom what you what you reading there son and that's what we have to do with our kids we have to invade their privacy sometime, Miss Grace <laughs> well, let me tell you what happened the other
1: day so we're all into camping we're all about right, camping right, right. and like my my daughter. Lucy, I mm-hmm. told you she's a scout. I don't mean the kind that go out and sell cookies. Mm-hmm. She goes out and camps. She can pitch a tent. She can start a fire. No mm-hmm. works. So anyway, even now I'm on John David. Right. Guess what he has done? He it. has set up his camping. He has set up his camping tent in right. his bedroom, right. and he will get in it and watch his screen from the hammock. Right. So I can't see what he's watching. Mm -hmm. So, long story short, I said, what are you watching, son? And he said, some Japanese name. I'm like, (laughs) oh, dear Lord. I thought it's Japanese pornography. Well, guess what it is. Mm -hmm. It's anime. Right. My daughter does um, that. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sci-fi, mm-hmm. anime, mm-hmm. thriller—kind of like right. Marvel. Right. But and okay, so once again, I've called him being good.
0: Right. Well, you know he's 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 a he's a funny uh, uh trail through the book because of the fact that it reminds me it just talks about your parenting. I think that that's what I'm talking about you're just an open person. You're an open book. You're saying that these situations happen to me. You, you may see me as being famous. You may say I think I have a lot of money, but I still have to parent. And as a parent, it's twenty-four-seven. It's seven days a week. It's 24 hours a day. And I don't care whether you're wealthy or you're struggling. You have to be focused. Now, the book shifts. Now, the first uh, part one, part two was really about your child. Part two on got to the adult side of the book, which I really like. Why was it important to do the, you know, the protecting yourself, travel safe? Because. Part one and part two could have been a separate book by itself, Nancy. But then you say, you know something, I'm going to give them a book that when they walk and talk, anybody, the teenager can have this book. They can allow the young. They they can preach knowledge to the young children. And also, if they decide to travel as adults, they can have that. Why did you decide to put it all in one book?
1: So many of the victims that I've represented in court have been children. Yes, ma'am. But I would say an equal amount have been adults. And the cases, I've covered so many missing women, missing teen, missing college students. You know, when you go to college, you think you know everything. You don't know anything. And so many, especially girls, fall prey at college. And the other day, um, you know, I work on my Hallmark movies, Mm
0: -hmm. and they
1: are born out of... uh, A character I created when I moved to New York to launch a show with the late, great Johnny Cochran. Mm -hmm. He would go off. He was the toast of the town. Mm -hmm. He would go off after our show, which was at night. And I knew nobody. I'd go home to my old apartment. I was alone. I started writing this book. So a lady, a very dear friend of mine, Liz, that I work on the Hallmark shows with, son, went away to college While we were working on one of the, one of the movies and she was so worried about him. And it was right after a young man had been forced to force fed basically booze till he died at a frat party. And she was so afraid for her son. And I got to thinking about John David and Lucy going away to college. I don't like thinking about it, but I was thinking about all the things that could happen to them and all the times I go running or I take the twins walking Mm -hmm. with me or biking with me. Mm -hmm. And all the cases I've covered where women were out jogging or biking or leaving their dorm or people my age out and about walking and jogging. And how dangerous it is. And how many times do you pull up at a red light? This is a chilling thought to me because I know the stats on how many people are out on pardon and parole. They can't all be hiding in some area of town. They are out with you at the mall, at the grocery store, in the parking lot, at the red light. Hey, when you don't know a horse, look at his track record. You think they won't offend again? They will. They will offend again, and they're sitting by you at the red light. That made me think about driving and mm-hmm. what happens when you're in a car and how to stay safe and what to do if you think you're being followed, what to do if somebody has road rage. There's just so many things to think about, and I want to address them because I have addressed them, not only in this book, but in court.
0: Wow. Wow. Don't be a victim fighting back against America's crime wave um, out September 22nd, but you can buy it right now. She is the founder and publisher of CrimeOnline.com, a digital platform that investigates breaking crime news, highlights missing people and helps solve unsolved homicides. Like I told you earlier, that COVID-19 downloadable link I'll be put into my newsletter It will go out this Wednesday to 94,000 followers. I'll be posting on my social media, which is 90 percent women, 10 percent men this week notifying the people about this information. More importantly, tell your people to send me some notices, some banners about your book, because I'm a fan, but I'm also like consider your friend of mine because you've helped raise my daughter. You've helped keep my daughter safe. Uh, Again, when she drives out of my driveway, I can't protect her. All I can do is just provide her with information that hopefully she'll make the right decision, Nancy. And you've given me the tools and you've given America the tools because you truly are a crime fighter. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Thank
0: you, friend. We talk soon. All right. Get that stuff to me. Thank you, Nancy Grace, for calling my show. I love you, my friend. Thank you. I love you, my friend. Be safe. I'm Rashawn McDonald. If you want to hear any, if you want to hear any of these interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.
3: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws.
2: Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes. There is a better way. Start the new year with Otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O T T E
1: A-I. Hi, I'm Sarah Kustak. I'm the NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and I'm hosting a new podcast called NBA Flashback. NBA Flashback takes you back to the best moments in NBA history. Through exclusive archival audio from the NBA Vault.
0: Curry, way downtown, bang,
1: bang. And each week, we'll have new interviews with the legends who were actually on the court. Check out NBA Flashback on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.